All right, welcome back. It's Learning From Leaders, episode number seven. And today we hang out with Aran from Baker Dude. Now, he was working in supply chain or logistics. I don't know what the hell that means. But all I know is if he didn't go for his goals and he didn't go for his dreams, we wouldn't have Baker Dude and we wouldn't have this awesome guy leading people and setting an example for his kids and his family and just anyone else that he comes in contact with. If he didn't start a business, nobody can because this is the nicest guy in the world. He's driven, he's motivated, and no matter what happens with Baker Dude, he's going to be successful. Failure is not an option if you don't let it be an option. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to see me make some badass cupcakes, then uh, go and watch the YouTube channel or the Instagram, and you'll get to see how it's shot beautifully by Lucas. Enjoy, leave me a comment, leave me a review. Learning from leaders. Let's do it. Done our cupcakes. Yes. Thank you. You're and welcome. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, great job, man. Fun. And they're on sale. Over there. <laughs> the ox cake. I foresee them. Fifty percent off. <laughs> no, full price. Actually, we'll probably bump them up a little. Celebrity <laughs> chef. <laughs> yeah, celebrity Terrible. chef. Yeah, but thank you uh, for letting us come today. Um, we've. We were, me and Lucas, I think, were some of your first customers walked in yeah. the day you opened almost. Wow. What, a, what a crazy weekend that was. And to see what you've come from now and how you've established yourself and everything like that, it's, it's really cool. So what I've done with these episodes, I don't know if you've listened to any before, but it's just trying to get to know what separates people who have an idea of a business mm-hmm. from the people that go and do it okay. and just commit to it and say, I'm not worried about failing, I'm not worried about what's right. going to happen, I'm just going to go all in and right. see what happens right. because I trust myself and right. I believe in myself to right. do this. Okay. So where did this come from, Baker Dude? So back in the corporate America world, I used to bake cakes for all my colleagues and everything yep. and decided to do you know, the cupcakes. And everyone said you should and do everyone, this. Yeah, everyone yep. said I should, I should do it. And then... Um, King of Pops came up, came about, and I thought, you know, he's so cool. You know, this icicle pop thing yeah. is amazing. It's so the, simple. The, yeah, yeah, simple. The yeah. name's great. And um, I thought to myself, oh, I should come up with a cool name because at the time it was like Le Patissier, some French name that no one would ever be able to pronounce, yeah. and it would be so exclusive. So I wanted a name that everyone would embrace. It would be cool. And Baker Dude popped in my head. Okay, I was like. There you go. And it fit with you, yeah, kind of your style exactly. and what you wanted. And so, what does? What and that was, was in it? 2012. Okay. And then three years later, yeah, I decided to leave corporate America in 2015 because <clears throat> I wasn't happy anymore, mm-hmm. and I found myself daydreaming every day at work, you know, about doing something that I truly love, that would make me feel fulfilled. And so, um, you know, the universe has a way of kind of nudging you in that direction. And so, my bosses you know were like horrible you know like became not so great people you know and one situation after the other and I realized it's time to take the leap and so what was a plan C or plan B became my plan A Mm -hmm. because I knew that all this time like I've created other businesses before this wasn't the first one yeah but I never completed them or I took it one step further one step further and then when something becomes your plan A it's do or die. I had no insurance. I mean, I had my husband, he had insurance for the kids, but I had the kids and everything. And in uh, society, they tell you, no, you have a stable job, you need to be able to provide all this stuff like that. You know, stick with it, even though it, it doesn't matter. 
but I decided not to. And so it became a plan A. It was like, I need to make this work. This has to work. There is like, failure is not an option. And so like, for sleep nights, within a month, I went from resigning to starting Baker Dude. Mm. Website up, everything up, recipes, packaging done, everything. And within one month, yeah. I said to do it. And here we are three years later. <clears throat> from, from, <clears throat> sorry, from my, my home, kitchen to having a brick and mortar in three years in three years as well right now so i've found when i've been talking to entrepreneurs and business owners throughout doing these one thing that keeps coming up is that failure is not an option right and when i talk to people now i'm talking to a lot of business owners Mm -hmm. all the time now or people with an idea of a business and I've, i've started to find that if you have a strong enough why yeah. and you want to go and do this, mm-hmm. the rest just becomes details. Right. So, whatever... <laughs> so, whatever, whatever else just becomes details. Right. It's like, it doesn't matter what the numbers look like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the building looks like because you have a strong enough knowing what you want to do right. that it's going to be successful <clears throat> exactly. because there's no other option. So, exactly. when you did this... What was the vision of Baker Dude? What does it represent that you thought was something that doesn't matter if there's a cook, cupcake mm. shop goes next door. Doesn't right. matter if there's a cookie place next door. Right. Because of what your vision was. Right. It's this brand. It's this Baker Dude brand. You you look at the the logo and like it just says so much. It 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 there's so much life into it. And um, I selfishly when I when it went to the brick and mortar, I selfishly created it with an entertainment factory involved because I love the performing arts, mm-hmm. and I wanted this place not just to be another bakery. You come and you buy food and you leave. You know, like what's so special about that? You know, yeah, we'll have great food. You know, mm-hmm. but I wanted people to come into an environment where you know the staff they're animated, they're friendly, they talk to you and they perform for you. Yeah. You know, you know, impromptu performances. And where does where did that come from? Where did that idea? Um, Coming from, what were you doing before? What was the corporate job? Supply chain. Right. right. So to come from supply chain, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what it means. It sounds like I <laughs> want to fall like asleep lo- now. It's, Just, it's, like, it's like logistics. Yeah. You stop. You. That's enough. <laughs> to go from that to I have a bakery where I make cupcakes and people perform for you. Like that is. <laughs> right. Right. You tell most people that they'd be like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" I mean, you know, when we first opened, people were like, "What is your concept?" Like, yeah. "What is happening here?" Like, yeah. "What are you doing?" Because it was so like not throwing up the mill. It was not another cupcake shop. It was yeah. this place where you went to and you didn't know what to expect, you know. But just amazing stuff, mm-hmm. amazing people, amazing food, you know, um, performances. You know, that's. That's the idea that I had for that I have for Baker Dude, and um, you know one of the things that we learned is that yeah we start off hot and heavy we're hitting it hard you know but as all businesses we have to make sure that our overhead you know didn't kill us and so we had to cut back and so instead of like I fought like not falling into the trap of becoming just another bakery again okay. and so having the right people in place to ensure that your vision can be carried out you know when you're busy baking or doing all this stuff you know is very important well i think that the one thing that i think that comes back to having that dream and that Mm -hmm. vision of what you want and making sure that you keep going back to that because you can definitely fall into the trap of being like well we have to make money Mm -hmm. so this doesn't make sense anymore right let's not have a performance right but you know that's what makes it of course yeah and if you take that away 
So for us, we do a lot of things at the gym mm -hmm. that don't necessarily make financial sense. Right. It would be like we have sport teams, we mm -hmm. pay for that. We have, you know, right. different yeah. events that come up, and we make sure we're like, mm -hmm. if we can afford to pay for it, we'll pay for it. And right. A lot of people are like, well, that doesn't lead, but it does lead right. to what you want right. in the end right. because. As an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes you just have to jump in and oh, yeah. what you're oh, doing doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, and, and some people who are more, I am my husband, and like, he's very like um, strategic and, you know, God bless him, you know, that, yep. you know, but, um, you know, he's having to learn to like jump in, you know, and, and just trust that it will happen and essentially, you know, become one with the universe because what, whatever you perceive is what's going to happen. If you go in there with, with fear of failure and, and like fear in, in and of itself, you're going to read that, yeah. you know. We come in here every day, you know, to like knock it out, to slay, to, to do our best, um, you know, sometimes, you know, sales may, may be down but mm -hmm. you know we're still coming in and trying to hit it hard try to find yeah. new ways of, of doing things and that's why yeah. the rest is just details yeah, exactly. because you're coming in here and you're hustling every yeah, day right. and you're going to figure it out yeah. and you're going to find the way that works best mm -hmm. but you're not going to just sell out and go this way because exactly. you don't want to become just another baker right. you have more than just frosting for a right. reason exactly we have not just a gym for a reason right if we lose them certain connections mm -hmm. there is a whole the point of having the place exactly then that's when you're going back into you might as well just have another job right right yeah but it's then exactly. let's talk about the reality of that mm -hmm. because you come in here now you and three years of work to get to this point mm -hmm. a lot of people that you would talk to now be like tell me the secret right and the secret is the hard work right the, the hard so, work and it's never always about the most talented person it's never always about the most like educated or all these people because I have seen where the, more, the most talented, the most educated people, they, they're not so giving. I'm going to read you this again. Yeah, let's start, start again. Good. All right. The most so, talented. yeah. So it's it's not always about the most talented or the most educated because I've seen where the most talented and most educated people they're not as giving with their knowledge and of their time. You know, they want to be paid for every little thing that they do. You know, and if someone comes to them and say, "Hey, how do you do this?" It's like, "Oh, well, you got to pay me to tell you." No, like, if you give, it will come back to you. You know, and uh, we shouldn't be afraid. There's so much out there for everyone. Yeah. You know, and uh, the thing is to like, I'm not the most talented or, you know, the most creative person, but you know what I have? I have determination, I have drive, and I'll do whatever it takes yeah. you know, like, to be successful. Right. And cultivating that kind of work ethic, I think, came from my parents. Because they owned an interior decorating company back in the day in Jamaica, and they worked through the nights to get customer orders done and you know installed and everything so that they could support their Gotta family. Got to just get this shit done. Yeah. There's no yeah, exactly. There, I mean, there's no nine to five. Exactly. There's, there's no, none. It's right. It's on us. Right. And being in the military, that taught me as well. Like you're on 24 hours. You know the mission. You know is always going. You know like so. You have to push through, push through pain, push push through, you know. You can't wave, you know. wave to the guys and say, hey guys, it's five o'clock. Ex exactly. Talk. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If it's not done, it's not done. You just keep through and you keep pushing. Yeah. And what's that, what that's doing is within my own team, it's showing them good work ethic. Because mm -hmm. I have a lot of, quite a few millennials that work for me, mm -hmm. and they have not seen that. They yeah. don't know what that's about, hard okay. work. Yeah. And when they see, 
my story from where I started to where I am now, and that I could have been one of those people that come in and like, oh yeah, you know, um, yeah, you do that, you do that, you do that, you know, I'm just gonna hang out and just, you know, be yeah. the face. No, they see me back there busting my ass yeah. and like doing stuff, you know, like knocking it out, you know, working. Sometimes I've worked around the clock to the next day, yeah. getting an order out, you know, like. There's no business at this point that I can turn away. Mm-hmm. You know, like we need to keep the lights on. You know, like we need to keep everyone gainfully employed. So, pushing through and doing whatever it takes, you know, is it's the only way that I know how. Yeah. And people, they come in and they see and they feel the ownership, not just from me, but like from my staff, because mm-hmm. I've empowered them to, you know, to see this vision and to buy into it. Yeah. And they're fully on board. And so that translates whenever they speak to someone. You know, I've told, I've got a customer said, oh, I didn't know you were the, the owner, you know, this other guy that was helping me, like I thought he was, because okay. he just made, it, made her feel like he's empowered. He cared about yeah, that vision. Told, yeah. It was more than just what right. cupcake do you want? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's what I love to hear. Right. Yeah. And how, how do you find that then? Cause, because for us, it's, as, a, as an athlete, mm-hmm. I, for me, it comes from, do you know the, the people that showed up before practice? They mm-hmm. were the first people there, and they were the last to leave. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're the people that gravitate towards opening businesses. Mm-hmm. Or, like you said, the military, you, you had to be there right. until the job was complete. Right. And that prepares you for knowing oh, yeah. that there are no business hours. Mm-hmm. And I talk to people now, you have two kids. Right. That I say... Are you ready for this next step to open your business? Because I know it's going to have to be 20 hours a day mm-hmm. until you get to this point. Yeah. And when you're in that first stage, there is no business hours. <laughs> there, and, and it's becoming cool to open right. a business. It's becoming right. popular to open a business. Mm-hmm. But they see the end result. Mm-hmm. And that end result just comes from hours and hours. And for me, I can relate it very well to sports mm-hmm. where you look at Kobe Bryant on the court mm-hmm. and you don't realize that that came for him to be that finished product right. where that came from it was more hours than anybody else right. to be that point exactly and so where do you is that does that just come from the military then is that where you saw that uh, from your parents too i i think it's, it's definitely a combination but i think more so i saw it from my parents because i saw that i saw what it took to be successful my parents had four children you know and living in jamaica as well my father had like a regular job and then afterwards he'd come and help my mom you know like at the family business okay you know so i saw that you know it's okay to have two jobs going you know we're jamaicans yeah. after all you know <laughs> you know so yeah it's it's you know, like you do what, what you can it came, came to a point where my father couldn't um sustain both jobs and he came on full time you know but the business grew i didn't even him they're more on a daily basis mm-hmm. and so um, it just that just instilled in me you know and as in my mother it can still around the clock at night cutting fabric and stuff like that you know and we wake up she's still working or the, wrapping up the thing that I get you know, a lot great. that I see a lot I'm not a parent mm-hmm. but I mean I, I want to have children right. and when I think about it there's a lot of pressure people will probably put on you like well, how are you there for your kids? Mm-hmm. But when you talk about your parents now, mm-hmm. you're not talking about them taking you to the, you're talking about, I saw their work ethic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like them seeing you do this, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just as important as 
me being there for every show, right. me being there for mm-hmm. every teacher parent right. conference, me being there. You coming and seeing that dad, when I woke up every morning, my dad was gone. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I got back from school, he wasn't back yet. Right. And on the weekends, he was all in, right. took me out. But I saw what time you got up. Right. I saw, and yeah. for me, that's the stuff that stayed with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I told people now with, with kids, it's, it's like everyone said, oh my God, wait till you have kids. You want them to do this. You want them to, to, to do that. No. Nothing changed. Kids get incorporated into your life. Okay. They, they are my life, but yes. they don't become yeah. my life, yeah. you know? So they become incorporated into it and, you know, we're able to just make things work. So for instance, yeah, I'm like, I like, like I'm over here. I'm like doing all this and I'm gone, like the crack of dawn, you know, like, I'm, and they miss me. I, I, I know that, but it's a time that you actually spend with them. Yeah. It's a quality time. So when they come home, like we go from the kitchen counter and we have snacks and we ask them about their day and everything. And like you spend quality time with them. It's not like if at that time you're now on the computer, that's right, the problem. Right. Ex- exactly. Right. So you just you just being there um, in the vicinity is not quality time. Mm-hmm. You know them off playing their video game while you are working and stuff like that is not quality time. You know, like engaging with them, talking to them, you know, hugging them, playing with them, and stuff like that. If it's just thirty minutes. It like it means the world to them, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you're all in for that yeah, thirty minutes. You're you not checking your phone. In. You're not exactly yeah. being all in, yeah. being totally present and all in. Because you might have parents mean. that are there for hours, but yeah. they've been looking at the phone for hours. Yeah. They're just in the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if we're thinking about this business mm-hmm. now, when was when was the time it got real? You made a website. Mm-hmm. You had some things going on. When was the time it was like? Now it's a business. Now it's do or die. Was it mm-hmm. signing the lease? Was it? When was the moment when you like this is it now? It wasn't even signing the lease because signing the lease was signing the lease was great. The place wasn't finished yet, but it became real in the final months. Actually, it became real when we had to make that first payment on in construction. Okay. We're like. So even wow. So th- after the lease, then so it was yeah, like, now after it's, the lease, yeah. right? Because lease was like giving you a know, one month's rent, down payment, all the good stuff. But when you actually have to pay for the construction of the space and actually have to go mm-hmm. get financing, yep. then you're like, the clock starts now, yeah. and you're like, we need to open it as soon as possible. We need to be selling as soon as possible because we now have bills to pay for this space. Yeah, you know, and each delay is like, oh my god, you know, like another month's rent you have to mm-hmm. pay plus, you know, your loan payment and everything. Yep. And, you know, like you're starting to like tighten your belt, you know, start cutting expenses even before you become became open, you know, like mm-hmm. in a perfect world when we open it. So we got our final paperwork one day and then the next week we were open because we could not waste another day. Because you needed to start right? bringing in some money. And, so and you were like, it's not going to be perfect. Do you know what? Yeah. going to have that. You know, we sacrificed um, training um, yeah. like because we had this whole training program laid out and come in and do all this stuff like yep. that. And we're like, guys, no, we got to we get gotta something go. running. Otherwise, there's not going to be no big right. dude. Ex- yep. Exactly. And the, fourth, the wonderful thing is that because I hired, well, I hired my, you know, my performance and everything, mm-hmm. they knew what to do. Yep. You know, they still had some training to do in terms of the product and everything, but they knew what to do to make our customers. And I, I, I think it, it's important for business owners and entrepreneurs not to get too romantic, right? Mm-hmm. When we opened the gym, it was, we had a couple of bars and a couple of rowers mm-hmm. and it was will add on as we as yeah. we see fit right i see gym owners now that have 20 rowers before they've even opened mm-hmm. and i'm like that's 
twenty thousand dollars in rows and you don't even have twenty members. Right. Where is that? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's thinking it has to be the finished product. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, no understanding that we'll get better. We'll right. grow into yes. this. That's fine. Yeah. Because so for me, now as an entrepreneur, I'm I've started to realize that. I work best when I'm under pressure. So Me too. We signed, we signed the lease. I've been like that since school. Homework was last minute. Papers, you know. It was. I don't care. Kind of like like that okay. birthday, but yeah. Um, I yeah. I do my my best work like totally under pressure. Uh, I have a problem yeah. procrastinating, but I'm working on that in, in 2019. So I always tell yeah. people that I'm talking to, you have to take a big step. Yeah. To make it happen. Right. So we got the gym up and running. It was. Now I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, can't mm-hmm. lazy. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and sign another lease. Right. And it was okay. The next gym because right. I needed that pressure right. to be like, right. you got another bill coming. You right. got to push. You got to get right. better. You got to keep pushing. Um, do you feel like that's like you said you're a procrastinator sometimes, but because you work better under pressure. Was it when you signed the lease that mm-hmm. you uh, was it when the first bill came? You're like, now it's time, and you kind of oh, yeah. thrive on it. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, no time, and then that other trap of complacency, like falling into complacency. Like, okay, well, as I said, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, things are, you know, cool, and everything is good to go. You know, you kind of like start to slack off a little bit. I think that for me happened in October when we had a lot of catering happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, you know, but. Yeah, well, what happened about November and December? It's it's like you got to keep on your toes, you know, yep. until you get the steady, you know, income coming in and steady customers coming in. You know, there's no like vacation time, and mm-hmm. so you got to push. You got to don't take anything for granted, you know, and you just have to give it your best shot every day. Three years ago, three years ago, when you when this was just an idea, what's the biggest lesson that you would? give to someone if they're saying I want to open a bakery mm-hmm. dude, I want to open a bakery right I want to do what you're doing I would say get your financials in check mm-hmm. you know make sure your finances are in check one and two that you know all your costs going into this because I think we were blindsided um, through the development stage a, a little bit mm-hmm. but knowing luckily we had way we had options available to us yeah but I would tell anyone just sit down and I'm involved like that too because I like the creativity and you know the big picture and you know my husband is more the numbers guy but definitely know your costs so that when you get into it you know that you can do it and or build as you grow you know so I had this vision that costed this much you know but in the grand scheme of things maybe we could have started a little bit you know and ramped up to it Um, but definitely knowing you know what a vision is Mm-hmm. and your finances can support it. Yeah. yeah, and then if the finances are there, what's next? Just go? No, I, I would say still still proceed. And yeah. just like you said, with, with your bars, like ramp up, you know, mm-hmm. don't start with 20 bars, start off with a few, you know, like maybe. I know that that's okay. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know it's okay because your vision has been realized as it, and it's still being birthed, so. And that's the thing that I always, I always come back to. I'm a big Nike fan. Mm-hmm. And Nike started with one shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one shoe. It wasn't, yeah. thousands of shoes now and this mm-hmm. massive company you might have a vision for it but it literally starts with that one yeah. step exactly and for you it was quitting your job mm-hmm. and then going yeah. on going for it right and signing that lease and exactly so yeah so I, so I think I had like a couple like moments because mm-hmm. when I quit my job was the other moment and then when we had to pay start paying for, for the, the construction. construction it was like another yeah. moment of yeah. like 
it's it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and so in ten years time, where is Baker do? National. Wow. It's a big vision. Yeah. Yeah. National, either in locations or product, being across the U.S. Okay. I love yeah. it. You got to dream big. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Thank it, you. You're welcome. Yep. So awesome. Thanks a lot. So man. much. Yep. Boom. Hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Please, please, please leave me some comments. Write me a review. Five stars would be awesome. If you're not going to leave five stars, don't worry about the review. Go on with your day. Enjoy yourself. But always remember, when somebody asks you what you do, always answer whatever it takes. See you next time.